0: This is the moment, you know, in someone's life where they're treating themselves and they're taking care of everything they want and everything they need to celebrate their future and all the hope they have for their future. And for me to like be a small little part of it and be able to provide them with a product that just makes them smile and light up like you are when you're wearing your Grace earrings. um, That just like means the most to me. The C-Suite is a
1: podcast about sharing entrepreneurship stories and illuminating financial concepts in a way that speaks to who we are as creatives, as small business owners, as entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs, not as finance executives. Each episode features one finance term that is explained through career stories in conversation with friends. So join me as we dive into the highly personal stories that bring finance to life, because you can do this. You can learn to understand it intuitively. And when we do that and put new ideas into context, that's when we can learn, plan and thrive. Welcome to the C-Suite with Catherine. Lauren. Thank you so much for joining me on The C-Suite with Catherine, a podcast about entrepreneurship and small business finance through the lens of career stories. Today's featured finance term is asset, and I'm thrilled to welcome Lauren Grunstein, Vice President of Sales, PR, and Marketing for Verstolo, who will share how she creatively uses the company's fine jewelry assets to generate revenue, buzz, and long-term brand loyalty. Lauren, welcome. Thank you for
0: having me. I'm so excited. I can't help but notice that you brought some sparkles. Of course, wherever I go, I have to bring sparkle with me and for the people I'm with. So I brought you a little extra sparkle, which should feel very familiar they to you. Do. They
1: are my wedding <laughs> earrings that I rented from you. Yes. Through Verstolo.
0: They're And the I'm going to put them earring. on, actually, if you don't mind. Please do. That's why they're here. <laughs> Diamonds are meant to be worn. Every day, in fact. Every day, every weekend, for special occasions, you know, just to make you happy and bring some sparkle into your life. We all need that, right? I'm transported. (laughs) We had the time of our lives at our wedding. I mean, everything looks so perfect. Your wedding was just perfectly crafted and stunning, and we just took a little sneak peek at your wedding photos, so I can't wait to see more. I can't wait to share them. No, it was truly incredible, and... I
1: had a little bit of a leg up on the planning side because I had worked at Brides Magazine and might have had a Pinterest board going back some (laughs) time. Not because I was obsessed with weddings, but because I just was seeing really great details over the years and saved them.
0: I know. Like, when you're in it, you just have to pay attention to those little things because one day you're going to want to circle back to it. So, it's very smart. you might forget the, like, baby's breath wrapped
1: champagne coupe, which which was on my white Pinterest board. That's amazing. It that was just like the subtle names so that like, nobody was you, like. You You're know. planning your wedding and you are 24 and don't have a boyfriend. It's like, well, one day, one day, I one will day. Need this in you, manif- <laughs> you
0: manifested
1: it. Look at that. That's right. Yeah. So I found VersoLO online after a bride tagged you and said that she had rented her fine jewelry pieces for her wedding day. So, as someone you know who had worked in editorial and styling in magazines, I knew that of course celebrities can borrow fine jewelry. Mm-hmm. Uh, red carpets are often styled using pieces borrowed from all the high jewelers of the world. But I did always wonder who might make that possible for brides who couldn't call in a sample <laughs> of a million-dollar necklace. Um, when I first saw your social media strategy around spreading awareness. Through rental, I couldn't help but think about how genius it was to use a company's assets in this way. And so, you know, an asset is something that sits on your balance sheet, it's uh, a piece of capital that you can use to generate income. So, assets look like cash, inventory, Mm -hmm. and um, they can be fixed or accessible, you know, to, to use to generate revenue. And so, I'd love to hear. A little bit about the initial
0: idea and perhaps how you did your first rental with a bride. Sure. So I would love to take credit for the idea. (laughs) Um, But to everything you just said, it was pretty genius and it clearly has resonated with so many brides now all across the country. Um, You know, taking a an asset taking a piece of jewelry that luckily it is a product that doesn't have much wear and tear or any wear and tear and if it does we can clean it right back up and make it look brand new again and being able to just give clients access to some of the most incredible pieces of jewelry of work of art um pieces that make you feel special and to wear that on your wedding day is just such um an amazing experience it's emotional um, it's, of course, just as a woman, as a girl who thinks about their wedding and how they're going to present themselves. So you want to be in the best of the best on a really important day. So to be able to rent diamond jewelry for a special occasion like a wedding, um, it just makes so much sense, especially as, you know, in the last 10 years, we've seen an influx of renting in in the fashion market. So this kind of is just taking it to the next level. And when I learned about it and I joined the team about three and a half years, ago, I was just so excited by the opportunity and the concept. And that's like really what I've been working to build and grow over the last couple of years. Well, you're doing an amazing job. Thanks. And social is a really big part of it. So prior to me joining the Verstolo team, there really wasn't much social presence. So it was really important to me to find a brand voice and start building brand awareness and connect with new clients and customers in a very authentic way. And I had done a little bit of social media before joining the Verstolo team, but really, it was a lot of trial and error. It still very much is to this day, Um, but it's a lot of fun, and it's an incredible platform, and obviously, there's new social media platforms coming up every day now, Um, but Instagram is really right now what I'm focused on, and a little bit of TikTok, too, but... I'm an elder millennial I think at this point so I'm not so that am great I. at it. I know TikTok is something I
1: started dabbling with for you know for my course business to yeah. try to put you Know uh, small business finance
0: tips, or mm-hmm. like if you're a
1: creative entrepreneur, you need to know these three things. And
0: oh, I'm like, Yes, feeling very elder the, millennial, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, Okay, who am I and how do I recreate myself on TikTok? I'll figure that out one day. So that's
1: another genius part of this whole concept, too. So, Burstolo is a small family owned business, mm-hmm. and you joined the team. Tell me about how when you first joined the team. Yeah, so
0: I joined the team, it feels like a lifetime ago and also just yesterday it's it's kind of weird in that way when you kind of develop this you know passion and excitement and get yourself into the entrepreneurial world. But um, my background was in PR. I worked in fashion PR. I worked in beauty PR. I worked in fundraising for a little bit. That's handy. um, Which actually helped me transition into more of a sales role. So, you know, I think it takes a really long time to figure out what you're good at. Your first job is definitely not going to be your last job. And it's so good to try new things and pull different experiences to figure out like, okay, this is what i'm good at this is what i like like what can i do that you know where can i go where i'll go to work every day i'll be happy i'll feel successful and so when i was thinking about my next career i wanted to do something in sales i wanted to do something happy um and i was introduced to the first team and learned about the rental collection and saw that they didn't really have a social media presence it was kind of just inbound whatever happened happened Um, but there was really no plan for growth and I was like, okay, I love diamonds. I love jewelry. (laughs) I understand PR and media and media relations. That was my specialty. Um, I know how to talk to people and sell. So you need me. I need you. Like, let's do something magic together. Let's give these
1: beautiful pieces some extended life and a longer lifeline.
0: Like more people need to know that there is an opportunity to rent diamond jewelry. So they brought me on board. Um, I learned and still learned literally to this day about diamonds. Um, I knew nothing except I love jewelry like a lot of girls do. <laughs> um, I grew up, my mom always loved jewelry. We'd always shop together. So it was kind of just like a personal passion of mine, but really no experience beyond that. Um, so I learned a lot about the industry at the beginning, how everything works, how jewelry is made, all of that fun stuff. Um, and then we started the rentals and building relationships in the wedding industry and, you know, growing organically, which was amazing. That is amazing. And I think something that people don't
1: necessarily realize is that you can become a part of entrepreneurship without starting a company. Yeah, I feel very lucky. When you join <laughs> something like this yes. and you, you join
0: sort of the founding team, you're Mm -hmm. one of the first employees. That is entrepreneurship by opting in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you have to be able, you know, I think it's a very specific mindset when you're joining a team. Like I, even though it's not my company, I didn't put capital into it. For solo is my baby. People see my face every day. Like I I feel like it's mine, even though it wasn't my idea, but like you know, I am like fully in it to win it and to grow this business and to get jewelry on as many brides as we can every weekend for their big day. Um, But I think a lot of entrepreneurialism is a mindset and you have to be like really passionate and genuinely excited about what you do because there's so many highs, but there's also a lot of lows. So
1: that's what I always say. Like if the idea doesn't literally pull you out of bed in the morning,
0: Just do something else yeah, or wait
1: until you have an idea that really does pull you out of bed because it's very difficult.
0: Absolutely. And you have to be able to stay motivated and stay excited and inspired. And um, so, yes, you absolutely have to really stand behind what you're doing if you're joining a team at the beginning stages. So in line with that, talk to me about growth
1: and goals and maybe, you know, how you went from the first few rentals to all the many
0: brides that you work with now. Yeah. So growth. Um, I mean, we have grown exponentially since I've joined the team, which is amazing to see. Like I remember when we had like (laughs) five to 10 brides a weekend. Now we have upwards of in busy season, 45 brides a weekend. So um, you know, there's some weekends where I'm like, where's all of our jewelry? There is literally nothing here this weekend. It's and I need to crazy. hear about that because in those addition- are the best weekends <laughs> where I'm like trying to pack up our safe and I'm like, OK, I got nothing here. Everything's with clients because Great. your assets are well utilized exactly. on that weekend. So my goal is to have every weekend look like that for, you know, 52 weeks a year. Um, so we're slowly building up to that. Well, I shouldn't say slowly, but we You're are rapidly, very much, building, we are up rapidly building up to that that, um, which is great. And our goal is to just continue to have a presence within New York physically. Thank you, unfortunately, to COVID. But we now have our virtual experience for Brides. So COVID really kind of changed the game for us. So whereas prior to the pandemic, clients came into our office, we were very New York City centric. Um, now we're able to just reach more people. So for the future, I hope to have trunk shows and little outposts in major cities. We're, you know, looking into maybe doing something in Miami and LA. So that's an amazing um, idea. That is definitely part of our growth strategy. I had a virtual appointment with
1: my mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. It of wasn't course. COVID related, but it was, we were <laughs> down um, at my, my, mom
0: lives at the beach in New Jersey. So we were there for the weekend. Well, it's and... also just more
1: convenient now for people.
0: Honestly, it's an, it's just a new option. That's part of our norm that wasn't before.
1: I think you've really hit on something genius with the marketing side of this because brides, mothers of the bride are so excited and this is not the Mm -hmm. world's most rational purchase. (laughs) You know, it's like, this is so delightful. This is truly so special. I'm wearing, I mean, I think these are $25,000 earrings or Mm -hmm. something wild. Yeah. They're they're, they're up there. They're up there. (laughs) So when you're able to access them for the rental price, Mm -hmm. it just feels like a no-brainer. Yeah. And that's really fun and you always want to have a customer feel like they won the lottery.
0: Exactly, engaging with you the the emails and the testimonials and reviews that we get are they blow my mind. I couldn't write them better myself. Literally, they. Um, I think when it comes to like the whole bridal look, everyone of course gets wrapped up in the dress as they should. But then a couple months out before their wedding, they're like, "Okay, I have the dress, but and I have my engagement ring and maybe my wedding band at that point. But what else am I wearing?" And you know, Verstolo rentals are literally the icing on the cake. They bring it all together. And I mean, you can speak to this the most putting on a pair of six carat earrings that you otherwise wouldn't have access to. is just also just a special feeling. Like you really are that celebrity and princess for the day. And you feel that way. And as you should feel that way. Totally. I mean, we share this, this
1: mutual love of like dressing and adorning women Mm -hmm. and how special that is. And, um, As it relates to utilizing this fine jewelry rental collection as an asset, you're also creating, to your point about testimonials, these incredibly organic marketing pieces where you're not necessarily having to photograph campaigns. Your brides (laughs) are your advertising. And they are very happy to
0: promote their incredibly magical experience with you. Absolutely. I mean, our brides are really, really the most beautiful brides, not just because they're in our jewelry. They're happy. Um, But they're happy. And, you know, they all are, they're at their best self for the day. And it's all being photographed by the most insanely talented professional photographers all across the country. You have wedding planners, you have flowers, you... I, like you said, like, I couldn't even recreate these photo shoots. I wouldn't have the budget for this. Nope. Like, thank you all the Verstolo brides. Like, you are doing the most high-end, beautiful shoots I could ever imagine with our jewelry. So, we're so lucky because we have this portfolio um, that just naturally comes together. And every weekend is a new opportunity for new content. So, keeping up with it is a challenge. Okay. <laughs> Back to social media. Yeah. So, I'm always trying to highlight as, as many brides as I can. Um But it's been such a great tool to promote our product because what's better than seeing it on another happy bride face? Absolutely. And I imagine you also sort of convert into purchases. Yes. So one of the reasons we started the rentals is it's a way to start building relationships with a relationship with clients. Can I backtrack on that? Yes, yes. So one of the reasons we started the rentals is because it's a way to start building relationships with clients. So we had a really nice Zoom call with your mom. We got to know each other. Um, It's not just you're adding a pair of earrings to your cart, hoping they work out and moving on. We sit, we talk, we talk about your look. Like, I learn more about your personality and your relationship with your mother. And we really got to know each other within... 45 minutes of a conversation. Absolutely. So when it comes, hopefully, for future purchases, I hope you think of me. I hope you think of the quality of the earrings that you wore and the bracelet and your what your mom wore on her wedding day and think, oh, you know what? For Stolo, they had this amazing rental experience. They also make diamond jewelry. I know the quality of their work. Let me give them a call because I'm looking for studs or a tennis bracelet or I'm looking to revamp a piece that I inherited from my grandmother. Um very much custom jewelry is our thing. That's how we started in this business. We've wholesaled, we design all of our own jewelry. I've actually been asked this a lot recently, and people seem to be surprised, but all of our jewelry is our own. We make everything here in New York. Um, We design everything ourselves. So it's a small but mighty team with a lot of hands in the jewelry process, but it's all of our own work. So when it comes to rentals, we really hope clients come back and they purchase with us and they celebrate those milestones in whatever way makes sense for them. That's beautiful.
1: The C-Suite with Catherine is brought to you by Cashflow for Creatives, a financial literacy company dedicated to supporting the small business community. Through easy-to-understand finance templates, tools, and trainings designed to help you manage cash flow with ease, so you can focus on growth. And getting back to doing more of what you love. Our core offering is the consistent cash flow method for small business owners, a groundbreaking approach to understanding your small business finances. This method centers around three key parts first, understanding the key numbers that matter in your business, second, the expenses you need to plan for based on your strategy, and third, how to craft sales goals based in facts that you believe in, and most importantly, that you understand how to achieve. When we paint this picture together, we get a very clear sense of how much money your business may need and when to be successful. This program is perfect if you're thinking about funding for your business or if you're debating about what comes next and you wanna understand how to envision the future with clarity. Plus, you'll gain access to our group mentorship and direct feedback from me. Cashflow for Creatives also offers our Simple Finance 101 small business courses. Short, snappy, powerful lessons that help transform the way you think about money in your small business. And these quick but effective mini courses have an immediate beneficial impact on your business day to day. Head to cashflow-method.com to find the next best step for you and your business. It's also linked below in the show notes. Tell me about managing the fine jewelry inventory and the rental
0: schedule. Okay. <laughs> As an
1: ops girl myself, yes. you know, I love talking to my rep at FedEx, shipping labels, you know. Shout
0: out to FedEx and UPS bless. for keeping things on time for us. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> so how do you manage this diverse library of fine jewelry pieces and how do you get them to your brides on time and back?
0: Good question. I mean, knock on all the wood. We have a pretty sound system. We have like a software calendar that we use to book all of our rentals. So as you may know, we have one of each style, which, you know, is a blessing because... Every weekend there's one piece out, it's with that bride, no one else is wearing it. It's one of one. You can't run into her. any accidental
1: double booking. Exactly.
0: It is hers and it is her special day. Um so when when we are booking pieces, we have to make sure we keep our calendar straight um and our inventory straight. And luckily, I mean the inventory is like literally my best friend's. As you know, all the all the styles have names. And in my head, personality. So I know who's booked with who. Um, but yeah, we we look at every weekend, the week before. We email all of our clients to figure out if they're picking up from our New York City showroom or if we're shipping somewhere. All of our jewelry typically gets shipped out on Wednesdays, so UPS comes over or FedEx, um, and they pick up all of our packages. And we overnight like t- it uh, overnight. Okay, we always overnight ship, um, and we ship everything. Everything is has to obviously be highly insured. So we take care of all of that. Clients get it the next day, enjoy it from typically Thursday to Monday, enclosed if they're shipping back as a return label. They ship it back to us and we get a Tuesday, clean it up, quality control and ship it out again on Wednesday. And she's back out the so, door. So I always tell brides, like, get this back to me, enjoy it, but get it back to me on time because it is likely going to another bride right after you. So we run a tight ship, but it works. Our clients are amazing. They're respectful of the jewelry. They're respectful of the process. Um, it is insured. God forbid anything happens. Sure, of course. But we very, very, very rarely have any issues. So somehow, by some miracle, it all works out. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, all to your credit. <laughs>
1: it was such a nice surprise, actually. One of my Instagram friends had rented these earrings the following weekend. So I posted something about them, and then I got this message. And it just reminds me a little bit of, like, the sisterhood of the traveling was pants. thinking the same exact and, thing. <laughs> and the sisterhood of... You know, wanting to engage, not whether it's, you know, ordering your your dress directly from a the designer mm-hmm. or working directly with the jeweler. Yeah. It gives this real amazing sense of kind of being like a fashion insider mm-hmm. as well, which is one of the many layers in which this business I think is so appealing, not only to me as someone who sort of studies entrepreneurship and small business but to your clients you know this is concierge level service exactly this is feeling like an insider
0: this is this is the moment you know in someone's life where they're treating themselves and they're taking care of everything they want and everything they need to celebrate their future and all the hope they have for their future. And for me to like be a small little part of it and be able to provide them with a product that just makes them smile and light up like you are when you're wearing your Grace earrings, um, that just like means the most to me. It's it's such a happy product and business and time in someone's life, so it really is pretty pretty special. It's a it, that's it. It's a very special time in someone's life, mm-hmm. and so you're you have happy
1: customers. The customer journey is delightful. Yes, uh, weddings are definitely a, a very special time, and and so is the wedding industry as well. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know how you've made friends and and perhaps how you're collaborating with other people in the wedding industry to support you.
0: Absolutely. So. The wedding industry has been tremendously welcoming to me. Um, So again, my background was fashion and beauty. I never touched anything having to do with weddings. So I came in with pretty much zero relationships in the industry. I had a couple friends who had gotten married recently. So I was like, introduce me to your wedding planner, introduce me to this person. Good place to start. You got to start somewhere, right? Um, And it's all about who you know at the end of the day. And hopefully if they like and trust you, they're going to introduce you to their network. So that's kind of what happened to me. And um, you know, I met one wedding Planner and then another wedding planner. And I I ended up getting involved in WIPA, which is a great organization across the US. They have a New York chapter that um, just supports wedding industry professionals. So I met so many amazing people through there. And um, anyone I would speak to when I told them what I was doing, they're like, oh my God, this is so cool. I never heard of this before. And I just kept hearing, I never heard of this. I never knew you could do this. It's like a celebrity. Like, who knew? So I, I knew it resonated. Um, and then through that, they started sending me their clients and um, I really just honed in on what's going on in the wedding world on social media and started to build relationships with influencers who were about to get married to help build our business. So we offered them jewelry in exchange for promotion, which is a great way to grow your business. And that's no cost um, to you, really? No cost to us. We covered the insurance. We cover the shipping. Yep. Um, they ha- like we talked about before, they have the photographer, so they don't <laughs> even have to work that hard for the photo. <laughs> That's right. So it's a, a, it's a win-win for us both. Um, so that helped grow our business tremendously. So yeah, no, the wedding industry has been c- so receptive and so helpful. Um, And it's been really great to just grow relationships within all the vendors Um, because the diamond industry, if you think about it, it kind of like kicks off the wedding process with an engagement ring, but it's very much separate. Um, You don't really see a lot of wedding vendors interacting with jewelers, Um, but the rentals gives me an opportunity to really get to know vendors and be a part of the day um, because we do wedding bands and we do the rentals and it. There are the flat lays and just everyone wants a piece of jewelry for their portfolio um, when they're building up their photos and stuff like that. So it's it's been really great. I'm sure other people in the wedding space feel like really cool to suggest you to their brides. And that's that's what I say to my wedding planner is like, you guys are the gatekeepers. That's you it. You know what's cool and happening in this industry. And I always have been saying the last couple of years, there has been very little innovation in the wedding space. Of course, there's different flower, floral trends and food and drink trends. Um, but there hasn't really been anything so new in the last couple of years, but that's where we came in. My
1: gosh, I'm um, having a flashback. When I was at brides... <laughs> I, I started as the editorial assistant and it was my job to edit the news page. Oh. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was called like Newsflash or something. Okay. Well, Newsflash, there's not a lot of news in Bridal. Nope, So I isn't. would have been
0: all over this <gasps> if it I, was 2013. It's <laughs> so crazy that Brides magazine as a physical magazine doesn't exist anymore. I can't even speak about it. I remember working on one of the last big like fashion cover yeah. shoots.
1: We photographed Olivia Palermo. Okay. I'm like oh. I, Beautiful. I wasn't on the fashion team, to be clear. Yeah,
0: but, but you're like, I'm there.
1: <laughs> I'm there. And the editor-in-chief, who is still a dear friend and mentor to me, who was actually at our wedding, um, Kia mm-hmm. Minor, she was like, C. Smith, I need you to go to that shoot because, you know, she's a fashion girl and so are you. Yeah. And I want, you know, you to be there and and just kind of make sure that we have you know cool pieces to style in with the gowns and whatever. And I was like, yes, I am so there. Of and course. she ended up wearing a blazer by a young emerging designer friend of mine who I had like pulled from Argentina. Now we had hundreds of looks for her, obviously. And find jewelry from every single, you know, Cartier, Harry, Winston, you name it. And by the way, all the armed guards (laughs) for each jewelry company on set. (laughs) Oh my God. And she ends up layering this white smoking jacket over a gown. And I was just like, this is so cool. You know, and trying to kind of... Do bridal in a cool way has always mm-hmm. been a priority for my for me, and um, I mean you've just nailed it with innovation and and making something so special in the market, both for you and in your career. Like mm-hmm. this is an exciting, definitely project. This is an exciting initiative for you, definitely, and um and certainly for the brides that you're speaking to. Yeah, I'd love to know what's your
0: greatest challenge right now. I mean. For me, like I wake up every day and I'm like, how am I going to get more brides to know about us? Mm-hmm. How are we going to get more brides to rent? So obviously we've grown tremendously in the last couple of years, but there are millions of weddings every year. So I just see so much opportunity in front of me. Um, so I think our greatest challenge is kind of twofold. I mean, first of all, in a way, it is concept awareness. Everyone is very familiar with renting generally, but renting high-end fine diamond jewelry is still a little new um, because you just think, okay, a celebrity does that. Of course, Harry Winston or Tiffany's will lend out pieces, but as, you know, a regular bride, like, how could I do you that? You can't call in um, a necklace right. and, and just you, say, I'll like, to I this. I don't do you have mind? access to that, but right. a lot of, People are just totally unaware. And so my job is really to try and get creative and grow awareness um, of the concept. And then, of course... We're really the only ones doing this right now and hopefully will be. Um, So getting them to Verstolo is just my number one priority and reaching more people. And it still surprises me when people are like, I had never heard of you before. I'm like, how have you not heard of us? I'm working so hard at awareness. (laughs) But now you do. And they're so grateful and they're so happy. I've had brides call me literally the week of their wedding being like, I just learned about you from my friend. I had no idea I could rent. Can you get me something in four days? I'm like, yep, no problem. And you're we like, here you. are your options. Here are your options. We'll find you something. Do not worry. And they are f- obviously forever grateful. So um, I don't want brides to learn about me the week before their wedding. I want them to learn about Verstolo months before their wedding or even before they're engaged and they're starting to plan out oh, I wanna wear a Monique dress or a Mira dress and Have I wanna you pair on them with Pinterest the grace. Board. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, and I've had a couple of brides like that who have like come up to me and they're like, oh, I've been looking at you guys before I was even mm, engaged. And I'm like, love. that's pretty cool. That's very that cool. That
1: excites me. I mean, I think the reason that you have a unique marketing challenge too is because as a bride, and I experienced this, I'm a very informed bride, right? right? And I still found things. You know it things. all. I know it all. So I thought. I still found things mm-hmm. to be so surprising. Right.
0: And things I hadn't really anticipated, right? And also to that challenge, um, every year there's a new crop of brides, so it's a new opportunity, but it it is also overwhelming at times because you're like, how am I reaching all of these girls who just got engaged and like don't even know where to begin? Totally. So
1: and so you can you can take once a bride becomes a first solo bride, you can remarket to her and exactly. bring her back for other things, but that first customer acquisition is tough but exactly. at least you have a con- continuing flow of new brides every year. We do, point, which is exactly. a good opportunity. It's
0: a great opportunity and a challenge at the same time. Yes. So, um yeah, we're always we're always just trying to figure out how we can do better whether on social or through our marketing to reach more people like any company wants to. And I guess as you reach
1: more people too, you'll need to expand the rental library. Yes. So that's that asset
0: number, the value of the fine jewelry We'll have to go up as something they hold. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. So, our inventory, I mean, I thought it was pretty big before this year, but. You know, this year we we grew a lot and it came prime wedding season and clients started reaching out to us and they were like, we want more clusters. We want this. Yep. And I'd look at our calendar and I'm like, they are literally all booked. We have nothing. Um. So at about three points last year, we had to create new batches of designs and products so we could keep up with the demand, which was an amazing challenge. Um. So much so that I would be talking to clients and they were like, I definitely want a cluster. And I'm like, okay, okay, we're working on a cluster. I don't know what it's going to look like, but it'll look like our other clusters. And they're like, okay, great. Book it for me. I don't even they need would. I don't even need to see it. Yeah. I, I trust you. I know the Verstolo quality. I see the pictures. I see the brides. And they trusted us before they even saw the design. Like what other... That's what part other of brand the unique, can say that? That's yes, crazy. <laughs> that's the
1: unique moment, I think, with brides too. And if you yeah. are speaking to them in a way that makes it clear they can trust you, mm-hmm. they're like, yep, done. I want...
0: I just trust the quality. I trust the eye. I trust you, Lauren. Fine. Yes. And I, I think that's how we knew we like really do have something special. Yeah. So we know the product is amazing. We know people trust us. Um, it's just getting getting the word out there and the concept out there more. That's that's what we got to do. So tell me, speaking about
1: making a cluster. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining that there are like loose stones in your inventory. Exactly. And if you've got demand for a cluster, you'll put them together in an organic cluster shape and depending on the si- on the um, well, size, sure, and shape of the individual loose stones, mm-hmm.
0: you get that floral cluster shape. Is that how it works? I mean, you're hired. <laughs> 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 That's basically how it works. We'll take a look at what we have and we'll play around with different designs. We'll look at what shapes in our collection currently are doing better than others, what holes we feel that we need to fill Um and then we kind of just build off there. Like at this point, we kind of know what what works. Um, so we want to build more of that, but we also want it to feel unique and one of one. So a lot of the clusters, just for example, that's what we're talking about. And that's what's very popular right now. Mm-hmm. Um, As I point they're, to one of on my all, <laughs> Yeah, Grace. I mean, Grace was an amazing addition to our collection last year. But um, because she was so popular, we have a lot of Grace-like, clusters now um that are still different but still feel cohesive um and and really part of that cluster collection for brides.
1: And now if someone falls in love with their earrings, would you sell them the Absolutely. rental piece?
0: Um so we kind of give clients options if they want to purchase, they can buy the actual piece. We can create something similar. Um So it's totally up to them. But absolutely everything in our collection is available to buy. And a lot of our collection serves as inspiration for other pieces. So a client might say, I love the Brooke earring, but I want it bigger or smaller. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we can change the bottom because I want it to be a little more functional. Or maybe we can put it in two pieces and have a day-to-night earring. So they're all really um, conversation starters. If you don't want that exact piece, but clients also can buy the same piece that they wore on their wedding. I've had husbands reach out to me a year or two later saying, I want to buy the earrings my wife wore for our wedding day, um, which I think is so sweet because the rentals just make so much sense at the time of the wedding. You're spending so much money. Obviously, you're very overwhelmed. You want something specific for the dress. And I think when the dust settles a couple of years later, come back and buy it. That's amazing. So we're getting toward
1: the end of our conversation. And I'd love to know if you have any questions for me about entrepreneurial or small business finance.
0: Where do you see the next wave of growth in in fashion and pertaining to social as well? What is kind of exciting you and and what do you see coming? Well, I think we will continue to see more people
1: working for themselves. Mm -hmm. And in terms of the influencer space and affiliate marketing, I think we're going to see a shift toward women sort of curating their own retail environments online. So right now, you know, you've got influencers who are linking out to Nordstrom's website or to Net-A-Porter. But I think we'll see more of, you know, women specifically aggregating like their edits. Having more control. Having more control. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And streamlining like the visuals. I don't really want to link out. And I'm not an influencer, right?
0: But it's sort of, as an entrepreneur. Every, everyone is an influencer in their, in their in their, their own network. network. That's right. Of That's course right. you're an influencer. <laughs> no,
1: well, I, I didn't necessarily set out to be one. Right. And so now um, I'm starting to adapt some of the tools and using like, like to know it and affiliate things mainly because I'm a data nerd. Yeah. And I want to know like what are people clicking through and, and all of that. So it's just interesting. But I don't really want to send people to like some shopping page that is not on par with my aesthetic standards, mm-hmm. which I think you would definitely agree with. Absolutely. And it's about respecting the customer journey, really, and creating more of a cohesive experience online. So I think we'll see more of that sort of growing and people being entrepreneurial <sighs> in that way. I think that would
0: be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I totally see that happening. I mean, everyone wants, everyone has their own brand image, even if you're not related to this field at all. I think that's what a lot of um you know millennials and gen zers are kind of learning like even if you go into a field that's totally unrelated to fashion and beauty and social lifestyle like you are one of one you are creating your own own brand whether you work for yourself or for a company and having a platform to be able to sell your thoughts your products your ideas just makes so much sense yeah i Love agree that. i mean
1: that's one of the reasons i started the course that i you know focusing on building called Cashflow for Creatives because it's this unique knowledge that I've put together being in the creative side, but also going out and getting those financial skills. And the idea of having a course that people could log on and learn from is mind-blowing to me. It's certainly not something that was on my radar even three years ago. I've only been working on it for about a year and a half. Wow. And um, so I think we'll see a lot of new tech-enabled opportunities for, Just making for us all. More More accessible and easily digestible. Totally, I'm all for that. Yes, me too. Okay, so my last question is, what advice do you have for listeners who might be interested in small business and entrepreneurship?
0: I think my advice would be, At the end of the day, you need to, and we kind of talked about this before, you need to find something that's going to get get you out of bed every morning and get you excited. You have to find your passion. And with that also is going to come some risks. So you have to be able to give whatever you want a chance. Um, And enjoy the highs and know that the lows are never your lowest lows. The highs are never going to be your highest highs. You can always strive for better. Um, But finding your passion and really genuinely believing in what you're doing is going to, I think, set you up for success. I couldn't agree more. Okay, okay. Maren, thank
1: you so much for your time. I loved having you on. Thank you for having me. How this is long so can fun? I wear these? No, i it. You, you got another hour at least. Fantastic. <laughs> I plan to milk it and enjoy every second. Enjoy it. Take all those selfies. <laughs> I will. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The C-Suite with Catherine, your friendly source for small business finance and career guidance through stories. I've linked all the resources that we talked about in this episode in the show notes below. And I can't wait for our next episode together. Thank you so much for being here. Take care.